Infant Lullaby Podcast, where we give you tips for building a better bond with your baby. I'm Matt. And I'm Elizabeth. And we are both board-certified music therapists. For more information, check out uh, the website at aperfectlullaby.com. Again, that's aperfectlullaby.com. Don't forget the A in front of that. Um, So this is the second part of a little Mm mini-series about perfect times to sing to your baby. We did one about singing to your child when you're pregnant. And uh, this is going to be about singing to your baby when he or she is upset. Before we dig into that info there, um, let's just see how everybody's doing today. How are you, Elizabeth? Well, I'm doing really well. It's been a wonderful day, beautiful weather. Can't complain. How are you doing? Oh, pretty good. Um, You know, before this, we were working yet again on our lullaby CD. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, the pieces just keep falling in place. That's right. I don't so. think it'll be too long before the CD's ready to go. We're really excited to get it out there. Yeah. I'm hoping, uh, you know, as far, far as the time frame goes, I'm hoping within two months. You know, it's going to take a lot of hard work, but... Mm-hmm. It'll be worth it. Yeah. Yep. Now, uh, for a sneak peek of this album that we're working on, go check out aperfectlullaby.com. You'll hear one of the songs we're working on. All of the, uh, all of the songs, or I guess I should say the, the musical aspects or elements of of the lullabies have been determined by research, uh, music therapy research and child development research. So mm-hmm. we're trying to find um, or create something that is ideal for you and for your baby, especially. That's right. Which makes so. this CD definitely unique. When you look at all the CDs that are out there of lullabies, it's definitely a un- unique CD because of the research behind it and the way we're approaching that. So I'm excited for you to have an opportunity to check it out when it's available. That's right. Um, Elizabeth is not doing a, a Mariah Carey impersonation <laughs> yes. on this CD because, believe it or not, that's not what your baby wants to hear. So, I mean, she definitely could. <laughs> yeah. um, that's right. But that's it's right. not a real showy album. It's mm-hmm. it's uh, actually it's simple practical. and it's very practical. Useful. And that's exactly right. So, singing to your baby when they're upset. Elizabeth, you have more experience in this than I do. So, <laughs> please. Matt is correct. There is a lot of upset times in my household. I have three children, my husband and myself, and so there's a lot of stress at times. And singing to your baby, or just I'm going to say to your family, is very helpful. It's mentioned and it's important to realize that you do set the mood for the house and we all know this but in the moment where it's very intense and everybody is upset I even forget even though I'm a music therapist that singing is helpful to my baby and so when baby cries it definitely creates a guttural response that something needs to be done somebody needs to take action and singing to your infant is one of those ways that is very helpful in calming the mood but I think we need to practice doing that at least I do myself because, like I said, the anxiety of the crying leads me more to feel anxiety myself or to even feel anger before I think to be singing. So we have to practice that. And when we can remind ourselves when our baby's upset that this is a good time to take a step back, take a big deep breath, and be the one to create the mood instead of fueling the fire and making it worse. It doesn't really matter what you're singing, but Matt's going to talk to you a little bit about a term we call the ISO principle that really helps you match where your child is. He's going to give you some tips on that, so when you're wondering what to sing when my baby's upset, here he goes. It gives you the best tips. Well, first I'm going to say our babies look to us. I say our like I have one. I don't. But um, your baby looks to you for cues 
on how to regulate him or herself, how to regulate their, their behavior states. And so one of the aspects of forming secure attachment or, or a good bond is that your baby needs to know you understand where they're at. Absolutely. And so the ISO, with the ISO principle, um, basically what you're going to do is, is match your baby. Now, I'm not saying cry. <laughs> or scream. <laughs> or scream. I don't think that would be beneficial. But you can start by singing something a little bit faster, a little bit louder to show mm-hmm. that you understand where they're at and you start a little bit, you know, like I said, a little bit louder, um, maybe a faster song, and then gradually slow down and mm-hmm. get a little bit quieter mm-hmm. and notice that your baby will follow you mm-hmm. and and respond to what you are doing musically. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you pair that with other forms of, of um, stimulation or, or, I guess, comfort providing, mm-hmm. um, such as eye gaze. Mm-hmm rocking, bouncing, mm-hmm. other things that provide comfort to your baby, you can help him or her calm, calm. Yeah, I so. definitely agree. And I think that um, when I can, because I can imagine this as we're discussing it now, I can, I can picture many incidences of this happening. And when the baby's upset and you're singing, at the initial start of it, you might be up walking around bouncing that baby trying to get them calm and that's the perfect opportunity to make that song match your movement so even if you don't want to think I want my music to match my baby screaming you can think I want my music to match the actions I'm doing which is more of a a bounce and kind of a little bit of a faster movement and then as your baby starts to calm and, and gets a little bit more settled maybe sitting down and rocking with them and these of course are just ideas that are suggestions that it isn't one perfect way to do it but just as Matt said with that ISO principle match where your baby is start where they are and then gradually bring them down to a place of more comfort and you'll feel all the environment in your house you and your baby feeling much more calm and then if you're there in a rocking chair and you're singing you just you can keep going with it and continue that development bond and that growth and um, like you said pairing it with the rocking is just really good for them but it lets them know that you understand where they are and and then they look to you for cues on how to get somewhere else, really. Mm-hmm. Now, you can also do this in reverse. If, if it's playtime or you mm-hmm. want your your baby's attention, mm-hmm. you can start by singing slowly and then slow, you know, get a little bit faster and a little bit That's more right. bright and start singing more playful tunes. Mm-hmm. And actually, one of my favorite songs um, to use with children is Itsy Bitsy Spider because it works beautifully as a lullaby. If you sing nice and slow with a nice lulling feel to it, but then you can speed it up and you know throw in some finger movements and mm-hmm. arm actions, and it's a play song. Mm-hmm. So you can even just with that one little song, you can alter your baby's state. That's right. So that was tip number two: singing to your baby when your baby is upset. Right, yes. Elizabeth. What are you up to this weekend? It's Friday. It is Friday. The weekend doesn't mean anything different for me. I have three kids, didn't I tell you? <laughs> so it's not a lot different, just hanging out with the family. Okay. Very nice. Well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Um, this was our second ever podcast. I hope you found it uh, informational and educational and entertaining. That's right. That's, right. That's our purpose. That's mm-hmm. right. Um, so check out the website, aperfectlullaby.com. Um, I forgot to mention in the last podcast, there are also lots of recommendations for recordings that are already out there. So if you are wondering, 
what in the world can I sing? What can I play for my child? Go to the website and check out my recommendations there. These are recordings that I feel contain the, the oh, I guess contain adequate musical elements um, and so that they can be good lullaby CDs for your collection. There's a lot of, mm, I would say, subpar recordings out there. But the ones that I have up there, they're good. They're good. So check those out. Um, purchase them. It's also a great way to learn lullabies. If you don't know many songs mm-hmm. to sing to your child, uh, pick up a couple lullaby CDs and, and learn those. That's so, so thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you next time for part three of our series. Thank you.